I said, knock, knock. Who's there? Arthur. Arthur, Arthur any people here who want to get it? And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Beef bourguignon, French beef stew in red wine. We're going to serve it with braised onions and mushrooms and a wine dark sauce. A perfectly delicious dish. Well, we could put in a little more tomato paste or a little more thyme. In this case, we're fortunately find it's just right. Now for the thickening of it. Now we want to get our pan hot and we're going to saute it in this first until it's brown and then we're going to put it in this pot in which we're going to cook it in the oven. Now this is going to go in a 325 oven and it should cook very, very slowly, just at the bare simmer. And once it's in, except for checking the oven to make sure that it isn't bubbling and boiling, you don't have to look at it anymore. Then all let the sauce drain out, and then we simply put the stew back into the casserole. There. This is April Chamberlain, and you're listening to Eat It and Beat It on the Two True Freaks Network. Do you know how many licks it takes to get to the center of my Tootsie Roll Pop? Hello, and welcome to Eat It a podcast about eating food, making food, food in general, the people who make food, the people who eat food. That's us. And who are us? Why me? I am Mr. Peckham In, And I am here with my partner, Frankie Fillemup. Hello. Nice, nice to meet you. Pleasure to, have, uh, pleasure to be here. And uh, yes, now we are, as if anybody's ever watched Monty Python's Meaning of Life, we're coming to the Mr. Creosote section of uh, of uh, of the show. The the sir, would you like a, a wafer thin mint? No, <laughs> fuck off! I'm full. <laughs> fuck perhaps, off! I'm full. Perhaps just one. 
where the 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 establishing shot of him after eating is just the top of a pineapple falling out of his mouth. <laughs> yes, we are talking about competitive eating. Gluttony. Binge eating. Yeah. So we we not only strive to give you wonderful commentary and ideas on food here, we work to educate you on And sometimes even bring us deadly sin along. Oh god, yeah, this is one of the uh one of the, the deadly sins. It, this would fall under gluttony, right? Oh yeah. Was portrayed in the movie Seven. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, hey, this this, uh, this is a big one. I mean, binge eating is uh, is something that almost everyone does to one extent or the other. And uh, I'm gonna throw this right out at you. Uh, I've seen you eat. You don't. You don't. You're not a glutton, but but you tell me you've told me that in the past you were not always the thin, rock hard Adamus body <laughs> that that we get now. Is is this true? I was about sixty pounds heavier, or so, and and uh, I often wear a T-shirt that says "Ask me how I lose lost weight," and uh, I lost weight by getting really sick and not being able to eat for a couple months. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, I did not, uh, I did not through a regimen of exercise, but I've managed to keep it off. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. But, now, uh, did you? I can't eat like I like, and and when like when I'm down in the city, when I'm eating there, like it's different. When you're traveling, you know, like if I was down there for like two weeks, you know, after like four or five days, once I got settled in and into just the routine of living there. You could see me pack it away. You know what I mean? But like, you know, I I can't pack it away like I used to. I used to have a much larger stomach. And when I was a teenager, you know, I would just sit down. I could eat like a box of Twinkies if I wanted to. Oh, God. Yeah, that's how many people. I mean, I used to know a guy uh, who shall remain nameless. But that fuck it. He's not listening. George Silva. Um, We would go to his house for lunch every day of school and after he's writing that down george silva i will be contacting him and uh after after this guy would eat a sandwich he would fill up a bowl with ice cream and on top of the ice cream he would he would fill the bowl up i mean literally like half of the cart and then he would dump a can of cling peaches on top of it and just eat it and he was as thin as a rail and i and i just looked at him and i said Jesus, George. He goes, what can I say? I've got a high metabolism. Yeah, his his thyroid was malfunctioning or well, something. About three months ago, uh, guess who rides up? I was visiting my folks, and guess who rides up on a bicycle? Just you know, he still lives in the old neighborhood, but George Silva. He looks like one of those those fat twins that used to ride the mopeds together. Oh, really? Over. Yeah. And I just looked at him and I said, Hey, George. You still eat that ice cream with the peaches? No, no, I can't do that anymore, man. Can't how's do that, that metabolabolabolism yeah, going? Yeah, how's that metabolabolabolism? But, but it was it was a, a very Schadenfreude moment for me because I have always binged on certain foods. I'm not I'm not like 
a binge eater that I'll sit down at the dinner table and eat, go back to the buffet and eat a, fill up my plates with a hundred different things. It, they're certain, they're called trigger foods, you know, that, that I will, if I start eating them, depending on either my mood, the time of day or medication, <laughs> I can polish them, this stuff off. And it, for a lot of people, this is a serious problem. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Are have, are you? Do you consider yourself a binge eater? No, not. No, I never have been. I mean, I can. I've de- I've had periods where I've developed really bad habits of like, you know, there was one neighborhood I lived in. Where I lived really close to just the greatest chicken place, and it was, you know, deep fried chicken slathered in honey sweet sauce. And I used to just eat that regular, you know, twice a week. And then at, at, a, at a greasy spoon diner next door the other days of the week. And so that was that was around the time when I packed on that 60 pounds. But like in it what it was only like puberty high school where i would really like grab the giant bag of doritos sit down in front of hbo and like that like before i knew it half the bag would be gone because i could just keep feeding them in and feeding them in and feeding them in i can't do it i pay prices now i didn't pay any price with that i'd never felt any different for you know i'd feel full eventually eventually (laughs) after hours and hours But I never like I never had to regret it, you know, in those days. And nowadays I have to like do a little measure. I'm not the steel steel um, keg that I used to be that you could just throw anything down in there and uh, slosh it up and uh, be fine. (laughs) Back in my salad eating days, I would consider myself more of a binge drinker. Right. I I would, you know. My friend Lee and I, we try and join Weight Watchers where you bank your points for each thing you eat would amount for so many points. And then you add them up at the end of the day. Well, we lasted about three days because we banked all of our points just to, to drink. And so we would just consume large amounts of alcohol all at once. Uh, we would go to these Italian dinners uh, the Fratellanza Club. No women were allowed, except in the kitchen. And they had one. They had a bar, and it was a you. Drinks were free. You'd pay maybe twenty bucks at the time for this big, beautiful Italian dinner where you would sit down, and they would bring out all kinds of courses of food. But we would be just stocking up on the liquor and bringing back glasses of it to our table because the bar closed down. You know, maybe about two hours before dinner was was really technically finished so there was one bartender and he was a really old guy and i think he had parkinson's or something so when he would pour your drinks he would shake so you would always get a lot more liquor in your glass because of he had the shakes and his line was always the longest the bartender next one say what do you have no no i'll stay here with joe he's my bartender but we just wanted to get that extra jigger of uh, whatever we were drinking that night and I was always more of a binge drinker than I was a binge eater. Not to say that I can't, that I have not been accused of being elbows deep in a bag of potato chips or, you know, going to the movies and 
getting an extra large uh, popcorn and eating the whole thing myself because I can eat popcorn at the moment. Done that many times, many, that many, many times. That, to me, that doesn't count. But I think most binge eaters have a trigger. Uh, my trigger was always um, if I was depressed about something, you know, or worried about something, I would go and just eat whatever I could get my hands on uh, and just 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 eat it man like chocolate i've mentioned before on this show that i cannot have one piece of chocolate without going back and having you know five or six more pieces of candy i i just i don't have any control over that hey chocolate is definitely a mood altering drug too and it's usually a altering to the positive <laughs> so well you know there's a good reason that chocolate is like associated with romance and depression <laughs> I mean, talk to me about the munchies. I mean, is this a true wow. phenomenon or is, yes. it, is it overblown? I mean, no, I, it's 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 100 percent true. I think early on in your early days of smoking, you know, as anything is, it's a novelty and you sort of dive into it a little, you know, that's when you're more you're like I I. <laughs> I've seen some people, I've seen some incredible things that, <laughs> gross things and wonderful things that people have come up with, with having the munchies and stuff. But it's a thing for sure. It's definitely, uh, there's, there's definitely a connection. The dangerous part is now that there's such a, a profusion of edible, you know, pot in an edible form or in a form that can be put into, say, brownies or something like that that you get the the evil the evil loop where you get somebody who's a beginner and they eat like a pot brownie <clears throat> and before it fully kicks in they start getting the munchies so oh, they'll go eat another like, bro- so they'll go eat another brownie <laughs> that's like going full circle i mean and, and so on and so forth and then all of a sudden you have like a mess <laughs> but oh i but, i mean I could imagine. Did you have a favorite munchies type go-to binge food? Or was it always whatever was around? Boy, that's hard to say. Yeah, no, that's a a hard one to say. Like, uh, I mean, when, when I was younger, I would flip back and forth on the spectrum of salty and sweet. So there would be points where if I wanted to snack, it would be candy, you know, go down to the store. Like a, like a Twix bar would be a, a fa- or a peanut butter cup would be two fantastic munchy foods. And uh, but then after a while, that would switch off and it was like, nope, chips, you know savory stuff like get 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 a bag of combos or something like that or a bagel combos are a really good munchy food you know any kind of chips well you you know know what you you actually are quite accurate when you said salty and sweet uh binge eating is encoded in our dna uh to binge we love to binge on you know salty fatty and sugary foods and if we can find something that has a combination of the three that's that's perfect i mean back in the day you know 
people would consume if you, if you killed a wildebeest you know or something or, or a woolly mammoth you would eat the entire thing because you know, drink foods, the fat from yeah, it because foods with with high levels of nutrients and calories that uh, we did they, they weren't really found in nature easily you had to hunt them you know so our hunter-gatherer ancestors whenever they could get their hands on them i mean they ate them until they were done because they didn't know when they were going to eat again I mean, you know, they didn't know. Uh, and, and our body craves this stuff. And we have not lost that instinct yet. It's still there. Kind of like the way a house cat will kill a bird and not eat it because he's lost the instinct to eat it. But he'll just drag it to your house and drop it on your front porch. They've done new. Re- they've d- I just read just like hours ago new research on that. They said that it was like that that uh, your cat sort of thinks of you as your as as its kittens. Yeah. So it's dropping off a mouse for you? No, they found out the cat is more like like cats will live in in a in a in a group in the wild, and so they they if a cat isn't hungry or doesn't need to eat the mouse, they drop it off at somebody else. That sort of they acknowledge as in their group as and well some maybe somebody here will eat it. It's yeah, I mean, still it's still the same gesture. Yeah, basically. we they haven't lost even though you know the the urge to hunt the feral cat hunts because it needs to the house cat doesn't need to hunt anymore, and and we're the same way you know, uh, we have the same instinct now that we just have a lot of this food around us and we what do we binge on? We binge on junk, and and when you eat this stuff you know you get a feeling of pleasure. And and you're encouraged. It's like you want to eat that again. And and it's and it's the same thing happens to your body when you eat stuff like that. That could happen to somebody that takes cocaine or meth. I mean, you you just you well, can. It's little, um, you know, I think as we're finding more about our culture, you can almost break everything down into the dopamine hit it delivers to you. Oh, you know? yeah, exactly. And. I mean, I know that that I feel today, I'm not ashamed to say that that I took my kid out and I went hunting for the Popeye's chicken sandwich because it came back a couple of days ago. So we went out hunting for it. I found a, a, a Popeye's and they had it. And the line was not quite out the door. But we waited there for a half hour just to end. And it would have been all right, but people were ordering like 20 sandwiches right. for all their friends. So it took forever, but we finally got them. And and by the time I was there, I wasn't even hungry, but I just had to, I had to taste it. I had to try it. I had to, to, to get this thing, you know, and damn, it was good, but I, but I didn't need it, but I just had to have it because I've, because I've been following the internet hype and all this crap on it, and and I had to have it. And there's something in in built into your DNA that that if you can get access to these foods, you're gonna eat them. And that's you know, we are a fat country, man. And yeah, well, we have access to the food. We have access to these. <laughs> and I I once knew a guy I worked with. He said, "I will not eat anything." that my great grandfather could not identify as food 
And over the years, I've thought about this a lot. And that would eliminate, this guy was older than me at the time. And that would eliminate a lot of stuff. Like your great granddad's, your great granddad's diet probably wasn't that fucking hot either. That's no, all I gotta no. say. <laughs> but that was his thing. Like he would look at a, he wouldn't eat cheese puffs because in his in his mind, well, my great grandfather couldn't identify that. He wouldn't eat that, and that was his rationale. You know, granddad's like chewing on pickled pig's knuckles. <laughs> you know. Yeah. That have been sitting in the bar, like in in greasy water for two years, you know. Oh, so sure. whatever, man. <laughs> yeah, he was a moron. But but you know, the foods that that we crave most and that we are most likely to binge eat, uh, one of them, pizza. Pizza offers that salt and fat, okay, that we crave. You think about it. I mean, pizza is it it it, it satisfies that aspect of what and it's easy and it's easy and the next thing that we can binge on that a lot of people do are donuts or pastries because they offer the sweet and fat and that's something that we love and a good example of something that offers all three is the peanut butter pretzel sweet salt and fat the trifecta right there and i'll tell you I do love peanut butter pretzels. I I can I it's one of my go-to snacks that uh that I get I, I take them with me when I work. It's one of the things I love those damn things, but you know, that's a relatively new It's even got some protein in there too. Oh, so. it's garbage. I, I had an addiction <laughs> to salt. I had a, I had an addiction to salt and vinegar potato chips when they first made their way here and man i would eat salt and vinegar potato chips until the roof of my mouth bled you know and and i've just always had that binge eating problem i remember one time we were at a party and for the first time i was just a little kid and the first time i'd ever seen them the cheese ball like the cheese puffs that were ball shaped Oh, when I was a kid, I could just eat those forever. They were, I'd never seen them. They were, they were cheese puffs, but they were round and they were planters. They were in a little can that you would pop open like the peanuts. And man, I, he dumped those out there and I kept going back. It was beyond me. I couldn't stop. I just kept going back. My grandparents used to just let me just eat those by the handfuls. Oh, my old man finally looked at me and said, Hey, slow down, knock it off. And for him to say, that was my first, I think that... They, they were good. They were a little funkier than cheese doodles. They yeah. were like, the cheese was a little thicker and I, like had a little more sharpness to it, you know? They were just, they were delicious. And that was something that, that my body just, just craved. I, I mean, it never had anything like that. Do they that. still make those? Now, I, they, no, just I talking about those, I want those planters cheese balls I right now. I don't think... I haven't seen. I, I them haven't in years. seen them in years, but I know that they were. That now you eat them, and they're like nothing. They're they're nothing special. But when I when I didn't have them, and I never had them before, that was like one of the first binge eating things that I remember having. Ice cream's a big binge eating food for people. I, ice cream is a big binge eating food, and it goes along with the. Um, uh, your moods, you know, you always hear about, you know, women will open a whole 
carton of Haagen-Dazs and, and go at it. You know, if I know when I was a kid, we, because I had a problem, my old man wouldn't buy shit like that because I would not, I could not sleep. Not rest till it was gone. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, see my, and, see my old man, it would have just been a competition in, in the house probably between me and my old man to see who was oh, going to finish it first. <laughs> we, we didn't have Coke. We didn't have soda, man, because I, because I would just soda. I would just go to town on it, man. I, would, I used to live. That used to just be the only fluid that I would drink was just soda. Just constantly. I cannot do that anymore. I can't do uh, a whole Pepsi will make me feel like I'm about to go into yeah. diabetes mode. I've never seen you drink a soda, you know? I, I, I did. I drank a few sodas this summer at the I garage. Usually go for something. Uh, I like uh, iced teas iced a lot tea, better yeah. stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. One thing I've never had after binge eating is. Uh, down and out emotions that people get after they finish the entire thing. You know, people will say, oh. oh, they feel shame and guilt about it. Uh, I've never felt anything like that when I, which is probably. I don't know, me neither. I mean, I've, but I've never, I've never like, I've never eaten to deal with like depression or anything like that. I'm more of a like, if I'm going to be depressed, I'm more of just like roll up in bed and just like rock back and forth. But, like, my depression isn't, like, clinical, you know? It's, yeah, if I'm exactly. depressed, something bad has happened, you know? Like, somebody's died or, you know, some, it's been a bad breakup or something, you know? Yeah. So, something like that. But, the, the, it, it, like, like, if anything, I'm going to eat less. If anything, I'm, I'm going to lose my appetite during, like, any kind of... Even like having a lot of fun and stuff. If I'm having a lot of fun or if I'm working hard, if I'm just doing something pretty intense, like my appetite will shut down pretty, pretty hardcore. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, there's overeating and then there's binge eating. They're both, they're both two, you know, I think they're both two different yeah. things. I mean, if you're going to have uh, more than one dessert, you know, after dinner, or you're going to finish a whole bag of popcorn while you're watching a movie. I mean, that's that could be just overeating, you know. But if you're binge eating, you're doing it because maybe, you know, you're, you're having a romantic problems uh, in your relationships, emotional eatings. You know, if you're sneaking a bag of candy into your room and eating yeah. it in secret, if you're, if you're eating a whole cake... In one sitting and then feeling guilty and you know, three burgers or something, you know. Yeah. That, well, then that, you're you're getting into then you're getting into like bulimia and yeah, that, that's uh, anorexia. I've 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 I lived in a house with somebody who had bulimia and it was it was pretty crazy. <laughs> oh well, my pal Lee has been getting great enjoyment out of sending me these videos of people just eating. Now, I first got a taste of those videos when we did our nugget porn, classic nugget porn. Yeah. Um, uh, but there's like a lot of videos of little Asian girls and little, little Asian, a lot of little Asian people, young Asian people who sit down with like a gigantic spread in front of them and just tear into it. Oh, yeah. I mean, Lee has sent me videos of 
one girl that it's about an hour long where she eats an entire Costco rotisserie chicken. Oh, geez. Yes, yes. And I'm, I can't turn away. I cannot. And he <laughs> sends me this shit because, because he knows that I won't be able to stop watching it. So I, I watched this woman eat an entire and, – and, you know, picture in your mind what you think a woman would look like that would eat an entire rotisserie chicken. And you pretty much got what she's going to look like. And then you start looking at the comments down there below. You know, some of them are funny and some of them are get help and some of them are why are you doing this to yourself and why are you – you know, I mean, hey, she ate the entire thing. And I, and I saw – it's out there. You can find it. Is, is is she sitting on two chairs? <laughs> no, I, I'm not kidding. There's a I've seen a video of a woman. She's so large. She's got a butt cheek on each chair. She's got a Thanksgiving turkey in front of her, and she's just tearing it up. It's but yeah, I I mean, but so, like people who like that, I picture them either extremely large or really. Uh, we had a we had a roommate here who had a thyroid condition. And she ate like a beagle. We never had like I would make I would make these gigundous um, lasagnas because I could have full confidence that I wouldn't have to throw any of it out. You know that like she would be just like, is that quarter of lasagna up for grabs? And I'd be like, go to town, and it would be in the microwave and down her you know down her throat and in her stomach in in fifteen minutes. You know. Just like a pound of lasagna, just like glump, and she was skinny as a rail. Oh, I hate her. Just, just well, you know what? It a lot of it is genetic. If if your if your you know parents or one of your parents is is an eater like that, chances are that you have that gene, and you are gonna fight to 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 control this. I always wondered. You know, I've always been husky we call ourselves yeah, there's some husky. people who it hits them all their lives those yeah. are the scrawny ones yeah but then there's the ones who are fit and yeah. they can eat this sounds like maybe your friend on the bike and then they hit middle age and it's all over yeah. i mean and they're I've, still eating like that they, they've been eating that like that way they have this gigantic stomach and they're just like oh i'm hungry no i get it from my mom's side of the family believe it or not and she's thin as a rail now but if i go back and look at pictures of her from the 70s and 80s early 80s you know, she was a she wasn't fat but she was she was she always had fought you know her her weight and that's something that i that i have to um yeah right now dude i could i could when i went to when i went to um popeyes today I was in line for almost 40 minutes or so. I didn't just buy one sandwich. I said, okay, I'm going to buy, let me buy three spicy, one regular for the kid. And I have right now in my refrigerator, there, there are, there's like two Popeye's chicken sandwiches. I'm thinking about the sons. Uh I'm not, I'm not hungry. I, 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 I'm not, but, 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 but I'm thinking about them. Oh, I'm thinking about them and they're there. And, and I've, fought this my entire life and i come to realize that you just have to you have to live with it man you 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 have to make good choices you know and there's a time when it's all right i guess to eat an entire rotisserie chicken if you want to be clickbait for somebody good for her but but uh man well there's competitive eating there's yes there is there is competitive eating uh I like to watch the uh, Nathan's hot dog 
uh, challenge. It goes on here, Coney Island every year. I think you'd mentioned Joey Chestnut before. I I watched I watched the the latest Joey. Ch- I don't think he set the record, but he he beat the hell out of everybody. No, I think actually I think the yeah I don't know I didn't see the I, maybe I did see the the record breaking one that was like seventy four hot dogs in the. I seem to remember one guy dipping hot dogs in water and eating them. They all they all were sort of do, they would dip them in water and they would all, they were dipping their bun they would like eat the hot dog and then they would dip the bun in water and then just wad it up into a ball and eat it. I don't understand it. I it's don't. it grosses me out like it does. you know you have your classic pie eating contest the all American pie eating contest. Yeah, that's that was about that was different. That was about humiliation. Yeah, that was about people in the neighborhood getting up and push, sticking their face in a pie, like a pig, and trying to eat it all, and see who could eat the pie first. But or you know, or they had a several or what or how many pies you could eat. But it was about humiliating yourself and everybody getting a laugh over it. Yeah. Whereas these pie eatings, the where the Nathan like it's just pure gluttony. It's like. And every, all of them, everybody was skinny in the yeah, in yeah. the Nathan's Kobe uh, Kobayashi, the the past champion, was a skinny guy. And uh, as I wa- I I didn't enjoy watching. I was just like, no, the the the, the, the just for one. Well, you know, I mean, okay, so he's got There's got to be a price to pay with all those like just with your like liver. You know, with all the like phosphates from the hot dogs, like flowing, getting filtered out through your liver, it's got to put it into just like the fat and the phosphates and salt. It's just got to be like, because you get, because you lose if you puke, which they call a reversal of fortune. (laughs) Well, I, I think that that you and I are gourmands, and we love food. And it's almost like, why would I want to do that? It's I almost mean, the antithesis of enjoy. There's no enjoyment of I it. Mean, uh, you go down to Manhattan and go to a Papaya King hot dog, and you know it's grilled nicely, has that nice pop. It's got some of those those onions on it that are that you only find right. in New York City, and some brown mustard. I mean, that, that's a good thing. Why would I want to destroy that by shoving 30 of them in my mouth? That are soaked in, soaked in water so they're lubed yeah. down to go down your throat better. I mean, yeah, it's just, you know, I don't, I'm not going to say that I don't binge eat because I do on occasion. And, but it's something that I have to, that I have to watch. I mean, I take, because of my work schedule, I, I take sleep medication, you know, and and I just need to. I'm on a lot of different time zones. One of the drawbacks to this medication is when you first start taking it, you know, Ambien, uh, you until you get used to it, if you're not careful, you can do some weird shit with food. And I did. I mean, I was staying at my future at my mother, uh, my mother in law's house, you know, I just started taking the uh, the sleeping pills to get sleep. And I and I. And she had made this chocolate cake, and I woke up after I take the pills. They make you hungry. I mean, they make me hungry, but I, I don't. I just keep water by, by the bed now, and I don't do anything crazy. But when I first started taking them, I would take the pill, 
It's about one o'clock in the morning or two. I said, hey, I'm kind of hungry. I'm going to go downstairs and find a snack. I go downstairs. There's a cake. But it's not my house. I don't know where the knife and cutleries are. Yeah, how am I going to cut this cake? So I decided in my ambient-induced haze, it would be a great idea for me to slowly karate chop the cake with my hand. I could probably get a clean cut with my with my hand. So I basically fisted this cake, and <laughs> and I ate a lot of it. And then I went back to bed, and I woke up the next morning, and there's chocolate all over the fucking pillow and it, the sheets are a mess and I thought I had shat myself during the night and then slowly the realization comes back that I fisted this cake and try to explain to your mother-in-law what the fuck you did to the cake and I yeah just, I was gonna say I've heard I've heard ambient stories I, I thought I thought you were gonna say like you know we woke up the next morning and I built like the devil's tower in the living room <laughs> out of garbage from the backyard Nothing, I've never had anything that crazy i i usually i would sometimes go and and eat the center out of a piece of bologna because i didn't like the red the little red uh waxy thing around it instead of peeling it off i figured i would just like fold it over eat the middle and just put it back in the pack sure like that i don't do it anymore because i i've i've gotten used to the medication but you can't drink on it because God knows if you drink on it, you can do some weird shit. <laughs> but most of my binge eating now comes from medication. If I'm taking the Ambien and I'm ne- next time, I, next time I'm in New York and we know you're on Ambien, we'll all just be slipping a little vodka in the drink and be, oh, see what yeah, happens. I know, yeah, well, Lee, Lee and I, there was a point where he would, you know, it wears off on you. It does, it's not as effective if you keep taking it like you do, if you take it every night. Lee would take three of them, three ambients a night to go to sleep, my pal Lee. He's a big guy, but he would take three of them. And and one time we decided to to have a tequila drinking contest and see who could drink the most tequila and not get fucked up. This was not good tequila. This was something called Montezuma, and it was made in New Jersey, and it was. I know about up. Montezuma tequila. Oh, it's terrible. It's a step up from Pancho Villa tequila, uh, but it's. Well, I won't drink tequila anymore. We drank and we drank and we drank, and the last thing I remember was we were we walked across the street to the pizza place to get a slice of pizza, and he was. As the window, he was outside of the window, on the ground laughing hysterically going pepperoni 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 so he still won't admit that i won the tequila drinking contest to this day but i did yeah and and that's why i've always been much more of a binge a binge eater a drinker than i have been a binge eater my right now my my binge eating food of choice are trader joe's jojo cookies they are kind of like a an oreo but they're vanilla and uh, yeah, if I crack into one of those boxes, I can I can't I'll just eat five, six cookies, you know, but I try to I try to stay away from them because you got to, man, you have to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> but, but speaking of cookies and drawing the line, I think we are going to go to Herder Corner. You know we're gonna have something from George Leonard Herder of uh, Wasaka, Minnesota, Bull Cook and Authentic Historic Recipes and Practices. This comes from 
volume three of his magnum opus, I uh, decided to do cookies because I, I can binge eat cookies, man. I can, I can, I like cookies. And, you know, I mail cookies out to everybody every Christmas and, and I just love cookies. I mean, who the fuck doesn't love cookies? But heard George Leonard Herder actually has, believe it or not, Butch Cassidy's recipe for something called Robber's Roost Cookies. If you can imagine that, I mean, he has an of course entire. It would be called, of course, yeah, yeah. Robber's Roost Cookies. He has 100% an entire legit. He has an entire three or four pages just on the life of Butch Cassidy. Worth a read, but I, I've 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 uh, encompassed it into just a few paragraphs. Uh, now, Butch Cassidy liked to drink whiskey. Most of his whiskey, most of the whiskey in the West was terrible Eastern whiskey fair to very poor he tried about everything to make whiskey more palatable now i know we're getting into cookies but i also like whiskey so we're gonna go i'm doing i'm doing i'm i'm double fisting here today now butch finally invented this following drink three ounces of whiskey in a glass of water one drop of anise flavoring and three drops of peppermint flavoring butch called this drink the block and tackle take one drink walk a block and you could tackle anything ha 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 he carried a small bottle of anise flavoring and one of oil of mint wherever he went and the block and tackle is really a great drink far better than a martini now i have a block and tackle right here in front of me i haven't put the i haven't put the uh, the ingredients in it. it's just whiskey with a splash of water Let's go on to the Robber's Roost Cookies, which I made yesterday. Butch Cassidy loved to eat cookies with beer. <laughs> How the fuck does he know that? Anyway, now he had a kooky recipe that he called Robber's Roost Cookies. When he was in any town for any length of time, Butch got some local cook to make uh, a sack full of these cookies for him. Amazing. You know, I don't I, I don't know where we're... we're, we're George got got this information, but he's never he's never uh, he never ceases to amaze me. Now, to make Robert's Bruce cookies, you're going to need one cup of shortening, at least part butter. The more butter, the better. I used uh, half a cup of uh, I used half a cup of shortening and half a cup of butter. Sounds gonna, delicious. You're going to take one cup of sugar, one egg, one teaspoon of vanilla, one half level teaspoons of baking soda. One half level teaspoons of salt, one level teaspoon of cream of tartar, two cups of flour, one drop of anise flavoring, and nine drops of mint flavoring. The same thing he put in his whiskey. You're going to cream the sugar and the shortening together. Add the egg, vanilla, anise, and mint. Beat thoroughly. You're going to add the shifted dry ingredients. Roll these into balls the size of an English walnut. Now, I don't know how big a fucking English walnut is, so I just kind of rolled them into you know, relatively small balls. Add shifted dry ingredients. You're going to roll them the size of a walnut and place on an ungreased baking sheet or cast iron frying pan. I used a cast iron frying pan because I wanted to go old school. Flatten slightly with a water glass. Bottom. Dipped in brown sugar, bake in a moderate oven of 350 degrees until slightly brown. 
Butch Cassidy was a rustler and bank robber. Two things he never lacked were courage and a sense of humor. He just couldn't have been all that bad. So, we have... Sounds like a snickerdoodle. It does sound, and it looks like a round snickerdoodle. I have one right here, but I'm going to make the block and tackle right now. Yeah, it sounds like a snickerdoodle, but instead of cinema, cinema, cinnamon, it's got the anise and the, the... Yep, the anise mint. and the mint oil. Now, I have, I just added a little bit of water to my bottle of Jameson's Bold Whiskey here. I'm gonna get... I think his, I think his cookie is gonna taste Christmassy. It's... Well, it has that, you, you push it down with a little bit with a cup uh, and brown sugar. I'm now adding a drop of anise oil my whiskey and let me put the lid back on this because this shit is strong I put a little bit of the uh, peppermint okay I'm gonna give this a little stir here like I love brown liquor okay it's the anise oil is making little bubbles okay. here we go let's uh well yeah well you know it's not bad i, I prefer regular jameson's over the taste of anise and uh but but it is kind of holiday and i can see that if you had really bad whiskey and you wanted to doctor it up the which taste billy the better which the Sundance kit or yeah, or yeah, Butch Butch Cassidy, Cassidy might yeah, have had. Prob- yeah, I can see that. Okay, you know, this is this is not bad. I wouldn't do it to good whiskey. This is a good bottle here, but I wouldn't do it with good whiskey. But that's that's that has a nice little kick to it. Um, and here is the uh, Robert's Roost cookie. Let's there. Hmm. You know, you can, I like anise flavor in moderation, and it's got, it, you're right, it is like a snickerdoodle. It has, um, it's buttery, it has an anise flavor, and, and the spearmint, and the, the, um, the, uh, the mint flavor sneaks up on you right toward the end. Yeah. It sounds like one of those cookies you'd get in a sampler from like one of your family friends around Christmas time. Those metal tins? Along with the red and green cookies. Yeah. This is a good cookie. I have like 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 ten more of them. But I didn't try them until today. This is a spontaneous show. And everything has to be, you know, I want to taste it. But yeah, this is this is definitely we haven't had a bad herder recipe yet. We've had some close, but I, but but no, this this is not bad. This this is great. So you know, if you're gonna binge eat cookies, you can do a lot worse than these because at least you know what's in these. Hell, I don't know what's in JoJo Trader Joe's cookies. Probably a bunch no. of garbage. But this is good. This this is good. Probably more rat parts in those than in yours. Oh, absolutely. And you know, to doctor up whiskey, I hell you could put anything in there a little bit of anise oil or whatever you needed to do 
If you if you're gonna be drinking like Butch Cassidy, get some cheap ass whiskey. Yeah. Rot gut. It wasn't available. Just you have to do what you have to do. Yeah. And and uh, any final thoughts on uh, binge eating or or? Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Not yeah. a big fan of competitive eating. No, it's no, no. Gross. I I think so too. I think the only acceptable time to do it would be maybe with the munchies, like we were talking about. Yeah. But but uh, I I love food too much to um to binge eat and and go crazy with it. I mean, I would rather have small meals throughout the day and enjoy what I'm eating other than eat an entire bag of chips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'll, I'll say that and then I'll get a box. If I get yeah. a box of Girl Scout cookies in front of oh, me, history. Always? Oh, my God. But Oh, but, Thin Mints for me. I'll destroy them. Hey, popcorn's different. Popcorn rules are off. If I'm at the movie theater, I'll slam popcorn. I'll fist popcorn yeah. into my fucking mouth. So yeah. that, that that's all right. But, you know, I'm looking over into the green room right now, and is there a line out the door? It's a mess in there. I can barely see it. The windows are, like, fogged up. I I know. It's like that scene from Titanic where she's getting banged in the car and and, then puts her hand on the window and kind of smudges it. I I don't know what's going on. When they open the door, the smell is... I smell kielbasha for some reason. Yeah, garlic for sure. Yeah, with that, I, I guess I, I'll uh, I'll step on over here and, and have another cookie and uh, and uh, go check out what the hell's going on over there. How are you, hipsters? Demanza Corp likes to keep up with the times. Last year, we launched Demanza Vision a company dedicated to the idea that you can market anything to hipsters as long as it has neat packaging and is ironically and darkly honest about its advertising. With the unprecedented success of Dr. Dufo's Death by Cancer Siggies and Mouth Lesion's Long Cut Chewing Tobacco, we've decided to branch out into cheap rot gut booze. Yes, Demanza Vision has partnered with the barely legal micro distillery and pornographic bakery to bring you three limited time only exclusive Demanza Vision hangover juices. Olay! Take a trip south of the border with Senor Dufo's Drippy Taco Tequila. Don't bother with salt or limes. Save your money for the ambulance. This tequila packs such a punch that each bottle contains up to eight dead worms. Suck on that, Mezcal. So, comrade, you need to get drunk fast and cheap. But you also need to strip some car parts and put some fuel in the tank as well. Well, look no further than old blind babushka fighting vodka. Served in a tin kerosene can, you can get drunk, pour the rest in your car, and drive on down to the store to get more. This authentic brew is as close to paint thinner as U.S. law allows. And of course, my favorite, old Maury's stoic hobo sippin' bourbon. A fine, cloudy bourbon that tastes just like a hometown creek in Kentucky. Comes in a commemorative bottle shaped like a fatty cirrhotic liver. So, stagger on down to your local liquor hut, because these fine drinks can only be gotten for a limited time. So get them now, because you need them. Because you are an alcoholic. Drink responsibly and in moderation. Hello and welcome to Beat It. We're hitting the whiskey because it's 
podcast about porn and we're headed for the gangbang. Who are we? Well, I am Pekka Min. And I'm here with my partner, Peter Piston. Yep. We're just pump, 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 pumping along. Hopped up on Viagra and ready for the gangbang. Actually... Actually, actually not. You know, no. I mean, we could have, we could have, we could have settled for like, I mean, there's a million videos of gangbangs of just groups of people, group group sex, I guess you would call it. But we opted for competitive gangbanging. Holy that, cow! And when you punch in gangbang into your old Google, you are yeah. Gonna be- you have a wide selection at what comes up i mean i was even surprised when i thought of gang banging i thought it was like an orgy or something but i quickly learned that that is not what the gang bang is not what we're focusing not not what <laughs> not what we're focusing on this month i mean it, it is basically the 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 sexual version of competitive eating yeah yeah it, it, you, you just so in, in some cases there is some competitive eating going oh, on yeah exactly i mean guys would soak their hot dogs in water and women would spit on their vaginas too it, it's it's just i mean holy shit you told me gangbang i thought okay i can i can figure this out this is not gonna be a tough uh, but holy shit i mean well you look it up I mean, the good old urban dictionary defines the gangbang as anyone that's getting fucked by six or more guys. So I guess six, six, six is is for amateurs compared to what to what we've uh, what what we've watched. You know, I mean, hell, go ahead. Tell tell them what 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 you uh what you what you picked out for us to uh well i started out trying to find out what the world records were was i you know i wasn't expecting maybe to find an official guinness book of world records for (laughs) having sex with the most people but some you know i mean some somebody if you're going to do it and keep track of it, there's got to be rules. So there had to be some commission or something. And the first thing that I uh, found was like the beginning of all this was uh, this actress Annabelle Chong. Yep. In 1995, had a had a gangbang and 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 had sex with supposedly 251 men, and they made a video of it, and it was a huge huge success it was a huge big deal people were talking about it it was it was crazy but it had, it had ron jeremy as a, as the uh, as the mc right it was just an all-around crazy and there was controversy that she didn't get paid for it a lot of the guys were going back in line so it wasn't 251 different guys just a whole you know whole host of things it, we could not track down this nope. video. It's like nope. one of the most popular porn videos. For some reason, it's ghosted out of there. And in porn, I mean, a lot of times, if I'm looking, like I do other podcasts for exploitation movies that might have a little bit of nudity in them or, you know, R rated cheapo movies, sometimes you find them on porn sites. You know, they'll, they'll be yeah. posted on porn sites and stuff. 
So, like, it's it almost anything that's ever been done in porn is on some porn site out that this is nowhere to be found. So we did not get to see this the the original no the 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 one that started it all. Yeah, it was called the world's biggest gangbang was the name of the movie and um and you can't find it. It's it's just it's I guess it's the holy grail. I mean I mean but there's probably a reason why you can't find it out there. There there has to be there has to be a reason. Maybe it was because she didn't get. Maybe there's a legal reason behind it. You know, so, something for some reason it's not available. I have a feeling maybe maybe she's at some point is maybe trying to make money back on it or something. So they're watching for it and taking it down or something. I don't know. Well, I mean, the synopsis of it, I mean, we can go in. The event begins with a few interviews with some of the participants. Annabelle Chong arrives later and is greeted by the event director. Uh, on the format, uh, they give a brief a briefing to the rest of the participants. The footage cuts to an interview Chong gives to the press. Of course, Ron Jeremy is the host. He introduces the Fluff Girls. And Chong, changed into a gown, emerges from a side entrance and climbs onto the stage. The stage is built to look like a Roman playground and has bed has a bed in the middle. And the setting was intended to uh, be somewhat similar to an orgy of a Roman empress. And uh, Chong engages in sex acts with person, with, uh, with people for five to ten minutes until the next group is called. Now, she had insisted on the use of condoms for the event, but those of the men who were professional performers were allowed to participate without them. So, there was uh, a lot of criticism to... Uh, to this film and that might be one of the reasons why you had mentioned that we uh that we can't find it but you... yeah but there's been a lot of criticism to a oh lot of different yeah. porn films I, you know I don't... and they're still out there they're, i mean damn there's been criti- there's been like people gone to jail over tracy lord's yeah. movies and they still turn up on the internet I mean, on, on porn tried... sites so it's weird it's I weird tried... Every angle. I mean, there's actually a documentary called Sex, the Annabelle, the Annabelle Chong Story, a documentary. I tried looking for the documentary. I could not find the documentary. I mean, she's considered the pioneer of this 251-man gangbang. Uh, but try and find it. Uh, you're going to have a... <laughs> maybe, maybe there's a court order for, from her not to show her porn, or maybe she's the sole owner of her porn and she's just super, yeah, you know, in, in this protective day and age, of it. In this day and age, you would think that you could pretty much find everything out there. You would think you know? so. But, but you but found don't something... Worry. No, no, yeah. no, no. We, it's our hard-hitting type of journalism. We did not quit until we found something to try and explain the phenomenon that is the gangbang to you. And, and I'm kind of, I read a little while ago, you know, uh, Chuck Palahniuk, the guy who wrote Fight Club? Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote a book called um, Snuff, and it was set at a gangbang. And there's, you know, there was the woman who was the aging porn star and then all her cohorts and there's a young man who's waiting in line to have sex with her who's you know going to tell her that that she's his uh 
mother. <laughs> that, he, that he's figured out that she's his mother. And so there's all these, uh, there's a guy, there's poison Viagra, and it's, 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 it's a fun story. It's a crazy, oh, cra- yeah. It's, it's not a, like, comedy story, but it's pretty, it was pretty interesting. It's like a Hallmark And, and it, it, it was a very sleazy depiction of it. So I was kind of thinking, okay, this is going to be kind of, like, interesting in a sleazy way. And what I found was one of the more recent, um... Um, gangbang competitions and this one was set in Poland and it's like the international gangbang it's the official organization of of gangbang records <laughs> and it was uh, three women now I should say the official record now is by this woman named Lisa Sparks who in 12 hours in, in, in Poland in this competition had sex with 919 Holy men. shit. Okay, so, Averaging so this... 45 seconds each. Oh, my God. And uh, then she was later deposed by Victoria H- Victoria Higgins. Victoria Higgins. Higgins. With 950. I don't know what the... the, the I wasn't really paying attention to the final count. I do have the final count. This was... This was three women. Claudia... Figura, Figura from Poland. Mm-hmm. The, fan fa- from, the fan favorite, of course. Claire Brown from England and Mayara from Brazil. Yes, and they were brought into what looked like a warehouse. Decor. Yes, and, and this and was were... not like a decorative Roman no, orgy. No, they've no, they've they, refined it down to a science now. They were three girls sitting on the back of a convertible that looked like it was the one Kennedy got shot in. And they're driving into this warehouse with music in the background, a continual loop of suck and fuck. That's all that was playing in the background, suck and fuck. Whoever edited this thing was on the crystal meth, basically. Oh, my God. And and I have to say that, that the only contestant that looked like she was coherent... Maybe I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say Miss Poland, Miss England, and Miss Brazil. Miss Brazil was probably the only one that seemed like she may have may have had her wits about her. I thinking mean, Brazil might have a healthier attitude towards sex. Maybe. But Jesus, she she. I mean, she came on with a with a carnival headdress on and and. Uh, and you know, it, Miss Miss Poland was definitely barely there. Miss England, I thought, was probably a ringer and wasn't British until the very end when she did have a few more words. But but uh, she she was just those two looked like they were just. There, there was I mean, the, the, he said, "Do you have a few words?" And she was sort of stood in front of the audience and was like, "Ah," and he goes, "It's hard, yeah. you know." He's taught. He's in Polish speaking in broken. He goes, "It's hard to do it." She goes, "Yeah." She goes, "I like to fuck." Yeah. And yeah, I'm that, gonna win this contest. That was, that was but it was like very heartless. <laughs> yeah, that was the Brit. Um, actually, uh. Brazil, I could understand what she, you know, he asked her in in Polish, and she has no idea what's going on. She can't, she can't even understand anything. Right. Finally, someone, the MC was gross. I mean, he 
sunglasses, just disgusting. And she finally, she, she said in Portuguese, which I happen to speak, she said, uh, why do you, she, he asked her basically, why do you want to fuck? And she said, I am very happy to be here at the gangbang. I do my best and I love Poland. That's what she said. <laughs> and, and what we are, what we are witnessed, what we get to witness next is about an hour and 15 minutes of, oh God, well, they, they, it's, there's they three. They intersperse it. They try to make it entertaining, I guess. It, but let, 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 it's just like, okay, okay, you had, um, Annabelle Chong laid out on her bed like a Roman empress. These, they basically worked this out to like, what's the, you know, okay, they're going to be on there for 12 hours. What's the most comfortable, accessible thing we can come up with? It's sort of like this oval gynecologist. Exactly. <laughs> and a pillow chair. that was basically the size of a chiclet. Yes. Uh, it, they were, they were kind of, kind of roundish, not round, but maybe like, oval bed like know. egg it, almost egg shape egg shape yeah each, each one next to each other the girls had their heads on the pillows and there was like a stack of condoms next to next to their heads and and yeah miss poland she doesn't really speak she kind of has a look of like where am i and and then the competition begins to the sound of suck and fuck suck and fuck and and the fluffers, I guess poles have a hard time keeping it, keeping it, uh, keeping it up because it was hilarious to watch the fluffers. She's like not even looking at it and just rubbing it and getting these guys all ready. And I just found it just disturbing, man. I mean, yeah, the girls, they, had, they, had heels, was... they had heels on and it's an hour and 26 minutes it, re- it reminded me kind of you ever see hands on a hard body no it's a documentary that they did about it's actually very funny it's you know they some country town texas i think they got a brand new truck and about a hundred people put their hands on the truck oh and the one of last those. person that has the hands on the truck wins there's a whole documentary about it and that's kind of what I thought, I think that I thought that maybe this was going to be okay. One girl's going to tap out maybe after 50 and whoever is left standing wins. But no, that's not what goes on. Uh, you know, each guy has it's a like time factory limit. farm sex. Yes, yes. They had a they had a time limit. And and so they they you know, it didn't matter. They weren't going to finish. They had they had a stopwatch and boom, next, next next and you know guys would come on with with um their soccer team scarves on the uh, polish flag painted on their face one guy uh had a garbage bag a black garbage bag over his head looked like yeah. you know, he was getting fucked by some hezbollah member or something because he's a know? teacher or something <laughs> yeah yeah it and the creep he, factor was just the, the creep factor the needle. was what and and, it, and you know it gets it, it even gets worse. I mean, the, the MC host guy is so creepy and there, there's just like, it's, it's almost an exercise in dehumanization. Like when you were saying she's had that look on her face of like, 
where the hell am I? It's almost yeah. like disassociation, you know. It's almost it, it was it was not a comfortable thing to watch and the and the the thing that was creepy about it is all right, you know, you watch a movie like Videodrome, you know, where you know they have the secret sadistic TV station where they torture people and it's all sleazy and stuff. This is like shot like convention center stuff you know this is a whole event yeah. they, they got food and drink they're filming it like a sporting event and it's all like lit and everything and it just ends up being all the more creepy for it oh and, creepy is not even I, I mean they if if you noticed you just saw the same guys you know, hammering away at each of the girls. It was the same. And they're all kind of punchy. Oh yeah, pasty. toward the end. Toward the end, you know, it was like my uncle Al was over there, and and, and right, right. This, this tiny, this tiny little pecker, and she barely. By this time, these girls barely. Well, except for Miss Brazil, she definitely looked like she was was enjoying it. Everyone else was just was you know they they had water breaks. But it was just disturbing. I mean, they, they didn't, for half of the thing, they didn't even give them any lube. I mean, literally, Miss Brazil was spitting on her hand and rubbing herself so that she would get some some uh, action down there. And, you know, midway through the contest, it's uh, Claire with... Claire was, I forget if she was, if Claire was Miss Britain or... But it, but it was uh, Claire with 94... Claudia has a hundred, and Miss Brazil has ninety-seven people. And this is this is midway through the uh, through the um, through the whole show, and, and I'm going, my God, am I actually can 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 we do the can I can I sit here and and watch this for an hour and twenty-six minutes? Yeah, I did, uh, and it gets worse. I mean, they. Finally, you, you can hear people going, one more time, yes, do it one more time, you know? And they'll flip them over, and then they start, you know, taking it two ways. He's blowing a guy, and they're doing it. Oh, my God. It's, you know, and, and it starts to, 38 minutes into it, we start to actually, people start pulling away. Claire is at 190 at 89. Claudia is pulling away or maybe i should say she's pulling out i don't know she's at 200 and mayara is at 180 but i keep seeing the same guys coming back again they're just getting back in line yeah. yeah they're just getting back in line you know and then finally they they give these girls some lubes and this is when you start seeing the condoms come around you know and then they and then they say well this is getting boring so they give the girls porn magazines to read while they're while they're they're they take a break i know they took a break and for some pictures or something then they're back at it and and claire is at 220 claudia is at 223 so they're going neck and neck and our brazilian girl is slowly fading she's at 206 because by this time the guys have decided they're just going to splooge all over the brazilian and she has to take time to wipe this stuff off you know i mean holy shit and 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 then it goes to uh, Claire 308, Claudia is 300, and uh, Miss Brazil is at 275. She's falling behind because she has to clean up all the time. 
30 minutes a break for a while and the stress is starting to show in Miss England and Miss Poland and then they start getting banged and blowing blowing at the same time and and then you think it's over we had mentioned this because there's yeah. tears in the eyes of Miss Brazil and they're forced into this group shot and they just look horrified and they're kissing one another and they're crying you know but that's it's not over after that 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 that, that part was the part that killed that that was that I was like tuned out from that point on because they you know there's crying like woo we've made it this far you know this was like three people having tri- like there was I, I they're they're crying their makeup's running they're like sort of hanging on to each other and you could just see the trauma going on you know oh, yeah, who knows was, what happened in their past or whatever and i'm watching it and meanwhile they're they're surrounded by guys taking pictures of them and saying stuff like Hey, big girls don't cry. Ha yeah. <laughs> ha Hey, yeah. you should be smiling time. right now. And it's like, one dude, more they time. I want to murder you, right? And they're obviously just trying to just like mask everything else out and just be like, okay, let's just support each other for a few minutes before we go back and finish this thing off. But it was just like, I watch it and I'm like, this is not entertainment on any level. This not is just like, yeah, this is not good for anybody anywhere for any reason. <laughs> I mean, they, they tried to make it out like they were, like there was a big, big group of people watching it, but there wasn't. I mean, they're, 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 they were using the same guys. I mean, who knows if this is, if this was an accurate count. Uh, you know, it, it, it finally ends, thank God with them going back for like an encore and uh miss poland finally does pull it off with 646 the fan favorite uh britain miss britain has 633 and floor uh miss brazil my favorite uh coming up the rear i should say with 466 uh and the award ceremony they tried to make it like the Olympics, you know, uh, they, they got some wilted flowers and whoever that chick was that was talking, uh, she spoke no Polish and she's trying to, to MC this, to give the awards. And these girls were just, they were just destroyed, just yeah. destroyed. And to me, it was just exploitation. Not, not, I mean, it's tough to say, I mean, what, porn you can argue it it's i'm saying this i know they did not get paid enough money oh you could never but but get get paid enough for what for what they they went through uh it was just disturbing i mean what what i i don't want to go out there and say like why would anyone want to do this but i guess i mean i guess it was money i don't know i mean what what it's hard to say it could be money it could they they could be working through something or some something or they could be being exploited who knows oh you know i doubt i the the exploited ass i mean they're obviously being exploited on some level but like being like sex trafficked or something probably not in this sort of context but you know who knows what's going on whatever it was it didn't it, it didn't feel right no, <laughs> there no was, it felt there was no felt... like yeah, like i am of the mind that you could do a gang bang that would be 
wholesome. You know, if you had the right, you know, the right people, the right approach to it, you could present it in a wholesome manner. It was like if you had people who have authentically were like, I'm into having sex with a lot of people and that's my big thing. Yeah. You know, this, this was not it, but this was the opposite of that. This was like dehumanizing to watch. Oh, it, in every aspect laughing. of the word. It was, I yeah. mean, if you look up the word gangbang, you're going to come up with a lot of different avenues that you could take. It, I, it, I suppose that it is a popular thing for some people to watch. I found it very, very difficult to watch. Uh, we've watched some weird shit for this we, show, and this was watched, my low point in yeah, show yeah, prep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, this was this was the the low point of anything that that we have ever. This was ever the, where, where we've come to this. How did we yeah. get here? <laughs> I I I don't know. I mean, it was so from the beginning to the end, uh, and you could tell that that it had been re you know redubbed and 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 re-edited and but they had nothing to say i mean miss poland my god she had nothing there was nothing that blank stares behind yeah. her the, the only one they had that was coherent was was miss brazil she was she was uh she was coherent but it was just disturbing to watch as i'm saying brazil has a little more open and healthy like societal view of sex yeah but 400 and something uh, my god i <laughs> i mean you, you ought to take miss poland just ought to have her vagina bronzed like we used to bronze shoes baby shoes right. back, back in the day uh, uh you know it's they're out there i mean you're gonna find this stuff but i can't think of any type of redeeming quality yeah. I, I mean siskel and ebert vote two thumbs down <laughs> this video this, this to, week you know it, it 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 was hard hard to watch and i guess maybe that's the reason why we can't find uh annabelle chong's video on there maybe it's maybe it just crosses that border that that just i mean it's basically it almost what almost seems like it could be rape i don't know what to what to tell you Maybe yeah i don't know rape. i don't know i see i have a feeling the annabelle chong one probably isn't as bad because no. it's probably faker it sounds like it was faker it sounds like they were like you know it was like basically like reality tv let's let's film something called the world's biggest gangbang but who gives a shit because What's going to happen? Are we going to get fined by the International Gangbang you know, Association or something? Yeah. Or banned from something? You know, whatever. We'll make no. a movie and sell a million of them. They don't give a shit. I so mean, I have a feeling it was more like a movie production, you know? Yeah. They, did, it, they got a lot of guys and stuff, but I have a feeling it wasn't quite as... This one, yeah, this one, it looked like the, the you know, they got everybody liquored up before in order yeah. to, to to do it whereas annabelle chong was probably like it was probably like a movie set for yeah, yeah i don't was, know but we can only we can only guess i yeah i definitely think that these two i'm, I'm not in the mood to try and find it anymore surprisingly no, no I, i'm i'm not either i mean there were some uh, they, if anybody out there's seen it hey give us a little report on what we missed or didn't miss you know, the more they tried to class this thing up, the 
the worse it got. I mean, from the MC that had like his glasses on and bath sunglasses, yeah, yeah. and and his crooked bow tie, to the people that they were using to to participate i mean they were just the same people over and over yeah. there was one guy that, that was just he looked like he had a like a pine tree between his legs and and you could tell that miss Britton was like oh my god this is just just uh, here he comes miss, again yeah, yeah yeah miss miss poland she didn't even know what was going on <laughs> at the time there's like a little glass of water or vodka next to next to each one of them they could take a sip once in a while but holy shit this this guy was just and some of the guys just didn't want to stop you know they had to say hey, hey enough enough leave 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 next 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 i kept hearing strangely enough i kept hearing in english like one more one more come on just one more one more You're, you know and and holy shit it just the most the most uh disturbing thing that they should have given him a little cattle prod to just go (laughs) move on (laughs) that would have made it a lot more gratifying to watch when when and what are they when the grandfathers started coming in you know and 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 doing it i was just <laughs> oh We're assuming not their grandfathers no, their, grand- def- their grandparents stood to the side cheering them on definitely We'd not make our family proud my favorite guy was plastic bag man i mean god they, they tell you as a kid never to put a plastic bag over your head because you can choke yeah, and die he's like, a, like... he's like a teacher or an alderman in the <laughs> town or something you know <laughs> and 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 priest the, uh, he's a he's a local priest the presenter was like Oh, I don't speak Polish. The only thing I know how to say is kielbasa, kielbasa, and no one's laughing. And it's horrid, horrid. I, I I had to take a shower when I finished. Why I wanted to I wanted to 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 wash my eyeballs out. And and all Miss Britton would say was, "I'm gonna win it next year." Holy oh, shit! Oh no! Don't even go close no. to this next year, oh, man. Every, don't even every, go to Europe next year. Yeah every night i i can't even eat pierogi i i i can't because every every once in a while you would get a close-up shot and it just looked like like hamburger meat down there so i there was definitely a lot of screwing going on i don't know how much if it was if it was real because this poland was the ringer they there was no way she was not gonna freaking lose but, yeah, no, it's how it's the, I I think the guys were being kind of dicks to Miss uh, Miss Brazil oh, to purposely yeah. sort of subvert her chances. Oh, yeah. So I mean, <laughs> it's just uh, ugliness upon ugliness. Yeah, we can sit here and talk about it, but I'm I'm not gonna recommend that anyone go out no, and, and yeah. watch this. But you know, we wanted to see what what it was all about, and we'll if do it for the market, show, man. We'll do it all a, for if the show. There was a, uh, a market for this or a CD underground for this. I I'm gonna say that 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 it probably is type of a, a CD type of underground. They seem to be having it every year, right? You uh, know, it well, seems to be an what, annual contest. It seems to have gone into the same things as like Miss Nude USA or whatever. Well, I, I mean, I guess that some women. You think women out there could possibly be? I don't, I don't I mean, know who's into watch it who's into watching this and to a point of where they're like 
I there's just a lot of creepy people. That's all I gotta say because I just don't see the the like. It's not even sexual. You know what I mean? The 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 like no. if you if you there's the things to grab onto of like what people would be attracted to in it are all really creepy. It's like, well, I, you know, I mean, it's like, I want to see women have a lot sex with a lot of men. Well, there's a lot of videos of that where they do that, where they get a lot of act, actors and, and one actress or whatever, and she goes to the construction site or whatever. But this is something different. This is like more humiliating and there's like, power weirdness and everybody's acting like creepy around the edges it's just very well, I, I think the fact that vibes. i think the fact that they tried to make it look so professional and right. so just added everything to, that to yeah no, no matter what they tried to do it just made it worse yeah you, let's put could, these three gynecological beds next to each other we'll cover them in pink fabric and give them a pillow that that's so small you know and but but you know what ladies keep your heels on just go ahead and keep your heels on and and okay well we're getting a little bored with this now we're gonna we're gonna time to do it from behind and 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 now go ahead while we're doing it i want you to look at this this dirty magazine you know and and yeah which is so they can take pictures of them with the dirty magazine to put in the dirty magazine as pro you know it's it's all like commodified and it's just like here we figured out every way to use you right now <laughs> you know and literally and, and and now we have 12 hours to do it as much as possible here put this in your mouth here look at my magazine it's yeah, just there was really no other way that you could possibly i mean they thought every way that you could humiliate these these women but you know it's it's not like they were forced to do it you know and i have to keep telling myself as that. far as we know yeah they yeah they knew what they were getting themselves into unless they were so drugged up but miss brazil wasn't drugged up but i could believe that that the other two were probably just out of it you know yeah and whether you know i have a feeling it's just if not more likely that they drugged themselves up in preparation of it you yeah, know, or, or yeah. got a little too drunk because they were a little nervous or whatever. But you know, yeah, <laughs> whatever it was, no likey, no likey. <laughs> how it makes me feel. Two, no, two thumbs downy here for this. Yes. And, and, and I hope this podcast was a lot. I, I I guarantee this podcast was a lot better experience than <laughs> than oh. what Dario and I had to go through to to do oh, our research. This. My God, yeah. Uh, yeah, we we're gonna we're gonna wad this one up and throw it in the proverbial uh, yep. garbage can in the corner. And you know, if this is something that that you know, I'm pretty much go with the flow. If this is what you're into, but but uh, I think that maybe. Do you think we could have just watched the wrong video? Do you think there was something that we could have watched? Like maybe if we could have got a hold of Annabelle Chong's video. Oh, the I year before it was just so much better. It had just. I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't I, know. I, I think, don't want to find out. I don't. No, I, no, I, no. I'm, like, I'm trying to think of, of of some way that maybe. I mean, throw Ron Jeremy in there hosting. I mean, that's got. I mean, I mean, the world's biggest gangbang had to have been a better flick. Than I, this, I can I think there. Yeah, I can think there could be a better, a less soul crushing gangbang than that, competitive oh. gangbang than that. But I have a feeling it would still be somewhat. <laughs> soul crushing and the things that made it not soul crushing would make it worth me it's watching just, it 
it made me sad. It yeah. made me a sad a man watching this. Can't back to that. You know, just tear. Okay, now not only are we gonna be banging you, but I want you to blow this guy while we're banging you, and it's the same guy. It's and, garbage. And, it's yeah. garbage bag. And there's man. there's there's seventy or eighty people milling around in cameras. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> definitely, definitely something that I'm not gonna recommend. I'm not. Don't even put it in your search engine because it'll it'll come up and say, "Are you sure you want to go to this site? This is really something. Are you sure? Because you you're not gonna be able to get this out of your mind." And I did. I did think about it for a long time. And like you said, when 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 they were crying, and I don't think those were tears of joy. I As, yeah, no, I, I I know body language enough to know that those that was not like, you know. We made it, girls, and we've gotten this far. We're doing so good. I'm so proud of you. It was not but, that yeah, at all. Guess what? There, there was there was a half-assed attempt to portray it as sort of maybe being that, but it was basically yeah. just like, hang on, yeah, we're, we're not gonna, done. We're gonna yet. survive this, you yeah, know? and we're not done yet. You yeah, don't think we're gonna ain't done yet. Yeah, guess yeah. what, ladies? We need we need another forty-five yeah. minutes of right. Of and everybody of... everybody around them is just like, come on, let's go. Yeah. You know, back so. to the bed, back to the bed, ladies, back to the bed. You know. So anyway, the holidays are coming up, Dario. <laughs> ho ho ho! We and, don't know what's uh, going on, but there's gonna be some ho 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 action you know for the holidays so there there is we will definitely uh try and get off of the naughty list we'll try to get something a little little more up up oh yeah we'll definitely you know it's definitely going to be a uh a eat it and beat it holiday special for uh for the for, family, with, with the, the family. whole so, so, family, so gather, gather, gather the family around the old. Gang. For the whole family, or yeah. the family whole. Gather the family around the gangbang table for for uh, Santa, and uh, we'll try and put something. Uh, use that Christmas stocking for something other than masturbating <laughs> this this year. So, which is just leave it to us. We we will we'll come up with something. And, Speak for uh, yourself, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I know what I want for Christmas, but I don't know how you're gonna wrap it. <laughs> but yeah, it'll definitely, definitely, we'll be bringing some holiday cheer and uh, and just make sure that your Thanksgiving table isn't pink, isn't round, and you don't have three of them next to each other. Yeah, and uh, we won't even talk about what's going on at the kids' table. Whoa!
visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two True Freaks. Kids with chicken pox love hot dogs. Armor hot dogs. Hot dogs.